Are you ready to get your brand seen worldwide? Ready to learn the exact strategies that have made millionaires? Want to know the secret softwares I use to save time, energy, and keep things running and profitable with the minimal team? It's all here on my show, The Visible Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Michelle Lewis, founder of Visibility Vixen. After hitting the top of the charts in France, the UK, Australia, Canada, and Singapore, The Visible Entrepreneur is back for season four with some of the biggest names in the business. I'm asking them to spill detailed information about what's made them so successful, specifically their traffic and income generators. That way you can take notes, study the strategy that will work best for you and see success in your own lead and revenue generation. We're all about honesty here and I'll never stop working to get you the support you need and pushing you to give back to the planet. After all, entrepreneurs are changing the world. Welcome back to The Visible Entrepreneur. Hey there, welcome back to the show. We are back talking about the different changes that have happened in the Visibility Lounge program, or like I like to call it, Lounge 2.0. We've been reviewing visibility personalities, productivity styles, and messaging. So today, what I want to chat with you about is something that I decided to call Visibility Vehicles. This is pretty much your primary content channel, whether it is a blog, podcast, virtual summit, uh, live stream show or video channel. Those are pretty much the main drivers and it is such a great way to capture traffic and establish authority. And a lot of people, especially when they became students, would say, well, why can't I just do podcast guesting, summit guesting, uh, TV, whatever, and have that be my vehicle? And even though absolutely it's a great idea, I keep that separate from a vehicle because what you want with your visibility plan is you want a dependable way for you to get, you guessed it, traffic, subscribers, and revenue. And the best way to do that is on your own platform that goes to your own funnels that drives profit, right? Makes sense, right? When you go into more summit, guesting, podcast, guesting, TV stages, whatever, that's utilizing someone else's platform, which is great. It could give you amazing exposure. It could bring you a lot of revenue, but it's not guaranteed. And that's why so many people push for publicity first and then get frustrated or disappointed because they don't see the results in the numbers in their own business. And that's why we want to do visibility first and then employ the publicity strategy. So why do a visibility vehicle on your own platform? The reason is, first of all, it's a great, amazing way to get SEO to your website, search engine optimization. It is such a good way to be known as the expert. So when people are typing up, in my case, visibility and publicity into Google, I pop up in your case, maybe it's, uh, you know, uh, mindset work, or maybe it's being a social media manager. Either way, SEO is really important and it's a great way to establish that. And while you're doing it on your website, you're also doing it in the case of a video channel on YouTube or if it's a podcast on iTunes or if it's a live streaming show on Facebook, whatever it is, it works for you. So that's one of the reasons why it is so important. 
Number two, it's a great way to put people into your funnel. A visibility vehicle, let's take a podcast, for example, you're talking every week, just like I am now, people are learning to trust you, they're respecting you, they're learning things from you. And so they're more likely to go into your funnel, either your opt in or direct to purchase. So that is incredibly, incredibly important. The last thing is expertise. You are backlogging content weeks upon weeks upon weeks of it. So that when someone comes to you as a potential customer, not only are they going to go, wow, this person knows what they're talking about. But also when you're ready for publicity, they're going to be looking at you online. A lot of people apply to press when it's too soon. They don't have their web presence established. And you bet your buns, a booker is going to be looking around, Googling your name and seeing your content. They're going to, if they, for example, they Google your name and let's say your website pops up and YouTube and they click over and they see all of these videos. Well, are they going to trust that you're the expert in that department? Absolutely. So that's another reason why having a vehicle is so, so important. And it's really important that you choose one that aligns well with your personality type. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, because obviously, if you're really skilled at writing, you hate being on camera, and you love teaching a process, then you're probably going to do a lot better doing a blog or maybe even a podcast that's audio only than you would a live streaming show or a video channel. So it has to be in alignment and do not look at your mentors or people that are in your mastermind group and think that you have to do the exact same thing they're doing. Nothing is further from the truth. It has to work for you and your unique personality. If you hate the technical stuff and you just want to show up, get it done and be out of there, then you probably are going to want to do something like a live streaming show, right? If you don't mind the production process, if you're really good at teaching and being on camera, then maybe a video channel like YouTube is going to work best for you. And ultimately, what we want to do is help you start with one vehicle and then stack it so that it can be optimized on multiple uh, platforms and get your message out there in a more powerful way. So I like to call this vehicle stacking. And that's just simply describing what I do right now, which is I'm recording this podcast on video. It's being captured with my blue Yeti. So it's going to sound great. So what I do is I not only post the video on uh, YouTube as well as Facebook, I have the audio going to the podcast, then I have all this being encapsulated on video, audio and text in a blog on my site driving more SEO, right? So it gives you that ability to be more and more present in different platforms as you grow. That's the key that you want to remember. Don't start trying to be everywhere at once. It's going to be too overwhelming. But over time, you'll learn the process. You'll be able to bring in your team to help you with more of the technical aspects of distribution. So you can focus more on the front end creative. Making sense? Okay, so now that we've talked about visibility vehicles and aligning with your personality type, we've talked a little bit about vehicle stacking. Now I want to talk about frequency. How often do you need to be publishing content? And the answer is it's really up to you. I recommend doing at least twice a month, but I know some people that just do once a month and that works great for them. I think you don't really want to get in the habit of doing more than once or twice a week just because it is such a time suck. But for me, I like to do once a week. I find that that's a really good frequency and I have no problem every once in a while taking a week off during the month. And especially if you do it in this evergreen way, like I'm going to be talking about in the next solo episode, there are times when you can take some time off 
be it a month, two months, three months, because you have the backlog content stored and ready to recycle. We're going to talk about that more next week. So in terms of frequency, I'd say at the very most once a week, I'd say at the very least once a month. And if you're doing a virtual summit, it's obviously going to be different, right? You may decide to release a summit every three months because you know that you're going to be in recording and building and all of that and then premiering it and doing all that launch work maybe taking a month off and then doing it again. So it really just depends on your personality type and what's gonna work best for you. And the last thing I wanna talk about is you need to make sure your funnel is in place. We just barely touched on this in the last solo episode with your value ladder so that you can make sure your vehicle equals traffic, subscribers, revenue, right? So you need to make sure that in this vehicle, you're being crystal clear with your call to action. This is why your funnel's hopefully already built, because then the vehicle is 100% to get people into that funnel. This is why people finish their funnel and they post it on social and then they look around and they're like, where are all the people? Well, this is how you start building that audience. So like today, I've been talking about all these different aspects of what I'm bringing to the lounge. So I could have my call to action be, number one, jump into the lounge, right? Go to visibilityvixen.com and join the program. Or I could give away a freebie like, hey, do you want to assess your unique visibility personality and learn what vehicle may be right for you? Go to visibilityvixen.com forward slash take the quiz and it'll let you know if you're a director, screenwriter, actor, or production designer with a free 20-minute masterclass to help you understand your strengths, weaknesses, and what to focus on, right? It's that easy. And the great thing is the funnel's built in the back end. So I know that if you take that action from this show or watching this on YouTube or reading the blog, you may click over, you may trust me with your email address, and then you'll start ascending my funnel with the goal of, of course, becoming a customer. So that's what it's all about. That's why you're doing a vehicle in the first place. There's no point in doing it just for fun, right? It might be fun for a couple episodes, but then you're going like, get me out of here, right? So we really want to make sure that we're being strategic with our visibility vehicle and making sure that it is making us the profit that we want to make. And if you are, let's say you've released 10 to 20 episodes, whatever format it may be, and you're not getting the opt-ins, you can analyze and see, A, am I getting the traffic? How many views am I getting either on YouTube or Facebook Live or the um, opt-in page for my summit or on that blog web page, et cetera, or on the podcast? And then you can see how many of those have opted in. If it's really low, then you know maybe I need to change the format or maybe I actually need to use a different vehicle. There's all kinds of analysis that you can do, and this is what we do in the lounge to figure out, is this working for you and what needs to be tweaked, right? Because we wanna make sure that this path is clear so that you are getting that pat on the back every time you release new content of getting at least an opt-in, but hopefully a customer. Making sense? Okay, so now that we've reviewed all of that, the last thing I wanna cover really briefly is workflows. You need to make sure that you have a strong workflow outlined, even if right now it's just you doing this. Here are the reasons why. 
Number one, you're probably going to forget a step. And that's why you want this in a project management software like Asana, ClickUp, Trello to keep yourself accountable. I can't tell you how many times I'm going through and I'm looking at my list. And it's like, oh, shoot, I forgot to put in the YouTube tags, right? So we want to make sure to create a custom workflow that's going to feel really good for you and help keep you accountable so you don't forget. Uh, the next thing that you want to do is have this in place, because if you do bring on team members, or maybe you have a team and you're ready to outsource this, that custom workflow is going to be gold. So every week I shoot one of these episodes. I do a quick uh, edit with it. I export it as an MP4 and MP3. I upload it into a Google Drive folder. From there, my VA takes over and she has every single piece in Asana that's reminding her of what to do. So it's a completed process on all of these platforms, publishes, the newsletter goes out, the social media goes out, etc. So it is in invaluable when you're at the point of hiring because you don't have to be a hovercraft, right? They know what to do. They have the instructions. They can reach out to you if they have questions, but otherwise all you have to do is the front end stuff like the recording. And I have found that to be absolutely invaluable. So if you've been on the fence about a visibility vehicle, or maybe you've been doing one for a while, but you haven't really known how to monetize it, or if you're doing it right, maybe you're at the point of being ready to outsource it. I hope this has been a, hope, a helpful episode for you. I would love to hear about it. Feel free to tag me on your stories at Visibility Vixen. Would love to continue the conversation. And just so you'll know, we do have those custom workflows inside of the Visibility Lounge. So if you are interested in joining the program, feel free to DM me and let me know. We're going to be wrapping up our next solo episode. So in two weeks, talking about my social media system and that evergreen system. So I'm really excited to chat with you about that. In the meantime, I hope this lesson, lesson three of four, has been educational for you and giving you some inspiration and ideas. So in the meantime, have a great rest of your week. I'll be talking to you soon and get out there and be more visible. I hope you loved this episode as much as I did. Now we're all about building a tribe here at The Visible Entrepreneur, so be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and then head on over to the Facebook group. It's a great place where you can practice your video, live stream, and really enjoy the community that we have built. In the meantime, I'll see you in the next episode. Now get out there and get more visible. That's a wrap.